This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman in a car. And this is episode 295, Kaku and the Gang. Yeah. How much longer is it going to be Kaku and the Gang? Well, I think his gang is his wackadoo agent. Well, yeah. Yeah, gang of, gang of thieves. Thieves meaning one guy. All right, you know what? I had this farther down because I wanted to get like the easy stuff out of the way. But let's let's, quit. let's talk about this now. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was yeah. like, push that to the top of the show. I don't know why I didn't have to the top of the show. Anyway. Yeah. So apparently, Kaku Watch was only part one last year. Now it's part two. <laughs> Which, by the way, did anybody start a Kaku Watch 2019 hashtag? I want to know this. But probably. Okay. Anyway, regardless, uh, rumored to be going to Club America. Original transfer fee rumored to be around six point seven or six point five to seven million dollars. Now rumored to be around twelve million. Uh, his agent decided to go off in the media recently, and when I say go off, that is a complete understatement because he used literal comparisons to Hitler in talking about how cock was being treated. When in doubt, always go with the Hitler comparison. Yeah, he, he went with a Martin Luther King quote saying, um, don't forget everything Hitler did with something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. This, yeah. This, this guy's a fucking knob. Yeah. You know, that, that being said, uh, Kaku has also since spoken to, I think it was ESPN, uh, Mexico or something about how he also wants to leave. So that is where we're at. And uh, the article I read said that the Red Bulls, when they signed Koku, Kaku last year, uh, would only get 80% of the someone. And um, was it Higuain, where he came from, would get the other 20. So, you know, yeah, upping, Uricon or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, upping the transfer fee actually benefits the Red Bulls because they would keep more of it. Right. Just smart. It's like you know what you want them. We only had them for here. Fuck it. Fuck you. Give us more money. It's like more. we're gonna make. We're gonna make it because uh, we we paid six million for them last year. We're gonna make a profit on this bitch. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, that's what they should do. But you know, I think we're we're at a point now um, where Kaku has uh, stated publicly stated where, what he wants to do. He doesn't want to stay in New York anymore. Um, who knows why? Maybe it's because he was moved out of his 10 role kind of towards the end of the season. I mean, dropped back a bit more. Maybe he's worried about his stats that will, you know, as you all know, those stats earn money. Um, it's complicated. Yeah, I mean, it's very complicated because, you know, it's the Rebels have no replacement for him. And as we know from the news, they're not looking for a fucking replacement for him. Uh, they're not looking for anything. No. 
So um, it, it's, you know, it, it's one of those things. But, I mean, at the same time, if a guy doesn't want to be here and he says he wants to be closer to his family, I don't know why his family can't come to the United States. Um, but if I don't know. What do you do? This could have been addressed at the end of the season. Yes. Not when the players are entering training camp and you don't have plans to sign a guy. And I can I can half understand that with the Red Bulls. Like, they weren't planning on going out and getting another central attacking midfielder because they thought they had their guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess uh, they, they signed Roshansky, right? Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's an Adams replacement. He's not a he's not a uh, Kaku replacement. Yeah. No, he's not. But, I mean, I guess bringing back the Wu-Tang is <laughs> the only thing they have going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we just going to rant about the offseason altogether? We're just getting this all out of the way now? Might as well. All right, so this fucking front office has got to get its head on straight. Uh, if they want to win an MLS Cup, they are not going to do it with Alex Mawil and Florian Velo at right wing. They're not going to do it if one of their DPs leaves. They have a designated player spot left if, you know, two if they let Kaku leave. Uh, they've had a hole at right wing for three fucking years. And they flamed out in the MLS Cup once again to a team full of superstars. They cannot stand Pat once again. And look at your attendance, Red Bulls. It dropped 3,000 on average last year. That was a, I believe, a 12-some-odd percent drop. That drop was the third worst in the league behind Chicago, that had a fucking horrible season, and Columbus, who was under the threat of relocation the whole season. That's what you compare to attendance-wise. And it is only going to get worse if you keep neglecting the roster, if you keep showing fans, you don't care. All you see in this team is a fear for your European side. That is it. And it's getting frustrating. I am so freaking happy I bought season tickets last year. Let me tell you. Yes, super fun life with not- this season now just going into this enormous mark. Because it really is. They've just, I don't know, they've kind of stood pat at this there's no real talk of anyone coming in. Now you have only talk of, of one of your DPs going out. Why Why would fans get excited for this year? I thought they were, I was kind of excited at the end of last year, thought it would be stable, but now things are just fucking chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I think the Aaron Long rumors have died down, but those were not that not that long ago. We were talking less than a month ago that it was rumored he was gone too. Like, yeah, just... It's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think what they're saying, oh, we're going to compete for CCL this year. With who? You have a weaker roster than you did last year. Who are you, you going to compete with CCL with? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know, it, it's tough enough when you're when you're doing CCL during uh, preseason. That, that's hard enough. And now you're, you're going to be missing, quite possibly missing, uh, important players. Mm-hmm. Because, again, this move hasn't been made official, but it's not looking great right now. And and I will say, you know, if if they're intending to sell him in the summer, don't wait. Just get rid of him now. You know? I I will say that. Yeah, unless there's some star coming in at the same exact time, which (laughs) I don't think anybody's thinking right now. That's not happening. And and, and even the biggest of stars, it's always a toss-up. You know, it, it can be it can be Wayne Rooney, um, or it can be you know Tierra Henry. It took a season to like a half season to get going. 
Right. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, the le- what? The last big three players we brought in was Henri, uh, Marquez, and Kale, and all three of them took at least six months to get going. Yeah. And well, Marquez never really did, but... Yeah. Well, he got going stepping on people. He did that. True. Sure. He, he, he got going to the red card department. <laughs> he got, got throwing a ball at uh, Landon Donovan. Speaking Which, of, it's a real shame that we didn't grab Landon Donovan because he went and signed with a major in, like, indoor league team. Yeah, I mean, does he have a cocaine problem? Does Landon Donovan? <laughs> I don't Donovan, know. Like, who does he owe money to? Yeah, he, he needs some money. Do we, do we need to start a GoFundMe for Landon Donovan? So um, you, I'll tell you what, if, if, if I was offered to play in um, San Diego, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. San Diego in, in the indoors? Yes. Uh, I might take a look at it. I might take a look at it. <laughs> with, with, with hockey boards? Oh, I hope so. That's all right. Like, if, if you say in, indoors in Nebraska, I'd be like, no, hard pass. But San Diego. Yeah. So, uh, so. Like, make me any offer to do anything in San Diego, Tommy. Quick side jag. Uh, the San Diego Sockers, which S O C K E R S, by the way, is how they spell that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Major Arena Soccer League, which is indoor soccer on a non standard hockey rink. I say non standard because they don't, they allow some people or some facilities to go big. How do I know this? Because I actually watched some of it. And that's how I found out Dwayne D. Rosario was playing in the league as well. Did know oh, that man. for some reason. Because I told you guys about it. Oh, did you tell us about it a while ago? Yeah, I t- well, the okay. first, I guess, what, I guess the first game that they were playing okay, that's was against right. the Baltimore team, and that's what I was watching. I was like, holy shit, Dwayne Rosario is still around, and he's playing indoor. Mm. Oh, boy. Can't yeah. kick the habit, man. Yep. And, and in arena soccer, you get to play in shifts, so you're not playing the whole game either. Anyway, so, yeah, it looks like we're going to just get rid of good players and not really put anybody in their place. Yeah, why replace them? I hope know? the academy does well. Yeah. Because hashtag well, uh, trust good, the system. The, the good news is that Riley Ray Phillips is only, like, 25 years old. So he'll be around yeah. for another, like, five seconds. True. Yeah, he's still young. He's fine, yeah. Not, yeah. Maybe, maybe 10 if he's, if he's healthy. And, and all those qual- quality depth forwards we have behind him, so we're good. Yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, modern soccer logic does dictate that if somebody is uh, off in a big game, uh, they only get better in their mid thirties. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, they got to peak at some point. Yeah. All right. Uh, let, you know, so let's go with the rest of the off-season moves. Uh, Players in since our last episode is only two, technically. Yeah. What we, we talked about was Riza. He came from Salzburg on a free transfer, which is one of the first times being a Red Bull team actually sort of helped us out. And then uh, the second one, signing uh, John Christ. I think I just didn't put the R. John, John Christoph Coffee. Christoph, okay. John Christoph Coffee. Uh, he signs the homework contract. D- Jay, you forgot about the dynamite pickup we got off of uh, Philadelphia Union scrap heap, Marcus Epps. No, I think we talked. They were before the last episode, so I didn't include them. Oh, okay. 
Well, we gave them a Ruling Collins, apparently. So yeah, <laughs> fair swap, fair swap. And then somehow we had seven draft picks. The fact that we, the fact that we have a stockpile of draft picks. The fact that we have a stockpile of draft picks again just goes to show you where this team's uh, mind is at. Or, and how unimportant the draft is, because I think, like, for a good part of the third round, nobody was taking draft picks. Exactly. We traded allocation money. The stuff they give to stingy teams to, they basically give, the league gives teams money, say, please, for the love of God, sign talent. Please. And we traded it for a draft pick. Yeah. I'm not re- I'm not reading off all these names because I'm going to butcher some of them and I'm not doing that early. Here, I'll, uh, so, I'll settle it for you. Yeah, I'll settle it for you. Uh, go watch USL two to watch them next year. Yeah, I'm even US. And then are, are we in USL? <laughs> wait, hold on. Are we in the USL championship oh, yeah. or USL two? Whatever it is. Okay, I, I thought I was like, when did the Red Bull get demoted in the USL? Whatever tier two USL is. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so we had seven draft picks, at least three defenders. I just stopped caring about positions when I got to the fourth round, apparently. I didn't write them down in the agenda. They're probably not even real. <laughs> One's from Princeton. Sean McSherry? That's not a real name. <laughs> so, at least three defenders are forward a goalkeeper when we already have three goalkeepers on the roster. So yeah, they're not they're all these are USL guys, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, super bum. But the Red Bulls only put out videos for the top two, so we know who is maybe making the US or sorry, the MLS roster and they're getting loaned down. Mm-hmm. And then that's we need it. a reserve reserve team. We need a reserve to the reserve team so all those guys can play. Yeah, whatever the bottom USL league, I think it only has ten teams, so let's make a new team. Oh yeah, well, and, Red Bull trains. MPSL. Let them play in the MPSL. Um, So, guess what? That's it for the offseason moves. Yay! Wow, there was so much going on. I know, right? Yep. We're going to win MLS Cup, baby. All right, we can go home. This has been a long episode. This is the year. All right. Real quick. uh, You know, I roll all these preseason games down. Fuck it. I don't really care. I'm not reading all of them. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. We're we're in that. Uh, we're in there, one of those cups again. The mobile mini Sun Cup because these preseason tournaments have to have at least three names now. Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly, there's there's eight preseason games, and I guarantee you, no starter is playing after the fourth one. Yeah, because well, I mean, there's Champions League coming up, so yeah. they definitely so will Champions League starts February nineteenth at Atletico. I'm gonna fuck that up, Atletico Pen. Pantoja. Uh, Pantoja. Thank you. You're our new Caribbean and South American correspondent because you, sorry, Caribbean and Central American because you can actually say names. <laughs> and, and he's been there like once or twice. So. Yeah, he has. Uh, this is true. <laughs> um, so they're playing away on February 19th at home on the 27th. Uh, MLS, the season opener is March 2nd at the Columbus Crew home opener March 16th versus San Jose. I plan to be there, and I know you guys are. Well, I expect you guys are since you bought tickets. Yeah, 
Might as I well. Better be there. Uh, other notable games: first game against FC Cincinnati on April twenty seventh at home. Woo. Uh, apparently, I. I I apparently missed the fact that we're not playing three games against teams this year now because of Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's let's talk about it, Shane. Let's talk about the new way they put the new Salau, and that is you're back to just two two games against every team in your conference and then one game from a team in the other conference. And I'm super pumped. I, I'm really happy about this. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's a, I think it's 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 good that they're going back to the schedule. Uh, I think it makes more sense. Uh, when playing your rivals, that you only play them twice. Um, yeah, so I, I'm definitely happy where we have enough teams that we can get back to that. And they're gonna fuck it up as soon as they let other teams into the league. Oh, we'll have now. Uh, so uh, Atlanta facing them at home on May 19th on the road, July 7th. New York, NYCFC at home on July 14th on the road, August 24th. Uh, DC United away. On August twenty first, which is a Wednesday, uh, a and, fucking and, Wednesday, a fucking no. Wednesday. Uh, Rivalry week. Seriously, because we get two games against rivals in the same week. Rivalry uh, week. Uh, and then September twenty seventh in the home finale, and the season finale is October sixth away to Montreal. Cool. I'm not going to the whole schedule. And I. And, and hopefully, hopefully, nothing's set in stone yet. Uh, but I'm hoping the game on July 27th is going to be a very big game uh, for Red Bulls fans. Let's hope so. What could be going on, yeah. I wonder? Hmm. Hopefully, some, hopefully something very cool is going on that day. We'll see. Nothing confirmed. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to dumping ground. So... Cool. Uh, first, Anatole Bon has been arrested for marijuana possession. Good for him. Yep. So he's not playing on this team anymore, and he may he may be kicked out of the country as as a result. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll find out more when the, the shut when the government reopens. But yeah, at least, <laughs> at least that part of the government reopens, I should say. <laughs> um. We're going to skip Sky Blue. We're going to come back to that in a second. Uh, Red Bull Arena is hosting two international matches in March. On the 22nd, Paraguay versus Peru. On the 22nd, Honduras versus Ecuador, for anybody that is interested in going. Enjoy. Yep. You can see, you can see <laughs> Kaku. <laughs> you can. You can see Kaku on the 22nd. And possibly his last game at RBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure to go well. Yeah. Josie Aldador well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently, right. Josie Aldador might be on his way out of Toronto. You think he'll pick a homecoming? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so Sky Blue FC. It's amazing how it's only January and they are already fucking their season up. Yep. So all the shit from last year is still hanging around their necks with the player complaints, the shitty... You know, housing stuff, the locker rooms, all that crap. So, Sky Blue gets two first round picks this year in the draft, right? So, thinking that's good, you know, that's good for them. They're the worst team in the league last year. They get some good picks. Except their number two pick, Haley Mace, 
indicated before the draft that she would not report to Sky Blue FC if if picked, and the team picked them anyway. And now she's in Australia. Yep. And yet, the team, still, and yet the, the team is still trying to say that they're trying to work it out, and it's and they think once they show her some stuff, it's going to happen. Yeah. And then uh, the number six overall pick, Julia Ashley, hasn't signed yet. Although I think there are signs that that may change, but still. Your top two draft picks have not signed for you, and one of them actively searched for a different team and found one. Well, uh, No, Ashley, she's in Sweden. They're both out. Oh, they're both? Oh, I didn't realize Ashley was at – I remember so, – so the funny thing about Mace was she signed Australia. When I read the comments for that one, it, they had like maybe a few weeks left in their season. Yeah. But she signed with a team that was going to be out of season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ju- despite Phil Murphy calling Julia Ashley personally, she is. She went off to Sweden. Yeah, Man, that's when you know it's bad when you want to go to Sweden. Yeah. Well, I hear it's nice. Sure, but, but you know that's way better. Hell. But, uh, you know, it, it's talking about the team is admittedly in a slippery slope because it's, it's owned by the governor of New Jersey. Um, if you want to know my feelings about that, just look at my Twitter. Uh, it, it's, it, it's an absolute disaster. I mean, I forget, one, I forget where I read the article today, but somebody, I guess they quote-unquote remedied the no-shower situation by busing in a trailer outside their practice field. And it looked like a dumpy-ass RV. Um, you know, and they, they're trying to tell these two picks that, oh, no, 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 we're remedying everything. But all the words that's come out is they haven't remedied anything yet uh, in terms of housing, in terms of uh, – I can't remember everything right now. But it's, it's an absolute disgrace. Um, you know, you know I, I don't know why Murphy doesn't just unload the team if he doesn't care about it because clearly he doesn't. He's a very wealthy man, uh, but he clearly doesn't care about this team. Um, and – you know, and I, I just want to say I saw some people like, oh, I, I want the Rebels, like some Sky Blue fans saying, I want the Rebels to sign them. No, you don't. I mean, it makes sense. It makes so much sense on paper. Um, but considering how tight they are with the wallet with the Red Bulls, do you really think it's going to get much better with Sky Blue if they were Red Bull Woman FC or whatever? I'm not so sure you want the Red Bulls buying this team. Like I said last year, the, the best option in the area is New York City FC because their owners have experience with women's teams. Yeah, but they don't have a stadium, you know? I mean, they, maybe they could put them in Columbia, but I don't know. I mean, you can work something out. It's not like they need a stadium right this way. I mean, most of the teams in NWSL don't have their own stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that part's not the problem. You just need a competent ownership group. And yeah. like I said, and CFG, for as much as people like to – sorry, not CFG um, – Yes, yeah, CFG, City Football Group. Oh, I was thinking Chelsea Football Group, but I yeah. said CFG. Anyway, CFG, you know, for as much as people complain about things, they own the Manchester City women. They own the, uh, I think, Melbourne City women's team or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. they have experience with the women's game. It's just saying. They, they, there is a there is a clear lineage of women's soccer in that organization already. Mm-hmm. That if... If NWSL wanted to save a New York, New Jersey franchise, they should be courting them. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. It's just you know, again, they they, <laughs> they can't get their men's team out of a bad stadium situation. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, again, at Columbia is good. Uh, I think they have a pretty decent field up there. 
they could be an option. Uh, keeping with Rutgers is clearly not no. a long-term solution. There's no real the, – one of the biggest problems is public transit. Right? Yeah. You're, you have to go across the river to New Brunswick for the train and then maybe catch a shuttle. Like yeah. I don't even know if there's a shuttle across the river for that. <laughs> Highly exactly. unlikely they're running shuttle for Sky Blue Game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Highly. Every, everything you've heard about this thing, you really like, maybe they have like a guy on horseback. They're like, ah, oh, going to the Sky Blue well, Game. I was, th- I was thinking Rutgers <laughs> maybe running it and just happen to catch it. <laughs> Hop on board. We'll be there about round yonder. <laughs> I want it to be like a carriage and a horse, just yeah. flopping its way through the run. Yeah, corn cob pipe in his hat, in his mouth. They're like, you better watch out for the pigs. They bite. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there, there's a question after, uh, from one of our listeners, but do you guys have anything else first before we get to that? Nope. Uh, no, I, I have something, but go ahead. Throw out the question, and I'll throw my last right. thing in. So I should have I should have read this earlier, but I didn't think about it. Uh, Reg, or sorry, Jeremiah at Reg Coach J asked us, what do you think of the central midfield situation in light of Rizza being back, which we kind of talked about? With the options we have, do you, think we're, all, do you think we're all set or do you have concerns? I, I think Kaku leaving is the biggest concern. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's if Kaku stays and he's happy, it's it's better than it was yesterday. You know, I, I Christian Caceres, for all the hype around the kid, uh, I did not like entrusting uh, Tyler Adams' duties to him. Uh, Rizza, not as good as Adams, but still very serviceable, very good. Um, you know, I, I think he'll do a fine job there. Um, if we lose if we lose Kaku, uh, we got problems. We got problems, especially with the giant hole at the right wing. Um, but, you know, the, the Adams, um, I'm sorry, the uh, Davis-Rizza uh, duo does give me not hope for a great season, but at least hope that they'll be fine. Well, don't forget, seven playoff spots, so you know. You gotta get into <laughs> one of those. Yeah. Seven playoff spots. Yeah. No, I don't I don't necessarily think this team's gonna be bad enough to miss the playoffs. I just I, I I mean, we don't care about that anymore. We want the MLS Cup and this team is they just don't want to do that, I guess. Not right now. Yeah. Again, you don't want to be better than 50, less than 50% of teams in your conference. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. They can do that. I, I believe. <laughs> All right, Truman. What's your, uh, what do you want to add? All right. One more thing. Bit of enormous news. I mean, it's pretty, pretty ground shaking. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow the mighty team that is Salford FC. If you know anything about Salford, they are owned by uh, Ryan Giggs and Paul Scholes. And I think. Bill Neville, I think, is an owner. All these yep. Manchester United legends. All right. Yeah, yes. And there's a really cool uh, Netflix documentary about it, if you haven't watched it. I'm sure I've mentioned it before on this show. But, okay. guys, huge breaking news. They now have another co-owner. I think I saw this. I think I know who it is. Uh, Jay, do you know who their new co-owner is? Uh, I'm looking at their thing right now, so he's cheating. Oh, you're cheating! No, I was I was trying to rec- to make sure I I knew which team it was, and my over the Wikipedia page I saw it, so I know what's going on. Was I wasn't trying to so cheat? New, 
new co-owner, David Beckham. I'm calling a conflict of interest here, guys. <laughs> conflict of interest. Yeah. Uh, Miami FC is going to be a feeder for that team. <laughs> we can, oh, I wish. I mm. wish. Listen, if you, again, if you've never watched the documentary, the miniseries, watch it. Uh, their stadium is not even bigger than your local high school. Nice. There are, but it, 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 there are literally stadiums in Texas that are bigger for high school. Oh, yeah. They had a guy on there named Rooney, and I was convinced it was God Rooney because I was like, who else could it be? <laughs> Alas, it is not. Aw, disappointing. Yeah, kind of bugs. <laughs> All right. Uh, aside from that, uh, I mean, it's January. There's nothing fucking going on. Uh, ter- ter- terrible team of the off season. Uh, besides us, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I look at other teams making moves, and us just really not. Um, <laughs> whoever the team is, and I, 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 I'm driving in my car. Who uh, recently lost to Manchester City like ten to nothing? They give it to them. Some, the, some, the, I don't know. I, yes, I believe it was. Perfect. I'll, I'll it was like ten nothing. <laughs> okay, so whoever that was, there you go. Uh, they beat Burton nine nothing in the first leg of the football cup semifinal. There you go. There you go. Yep, nine nothing. And then I think yeah. And then yeah, they beat them. They, they, uh, they beat them one nothing in the second leg for a combined ten zero aggregate win. <laughs> yeah, because I think what we did for that second leg is they just played a bunch of six. <laughs> I mean, the players just send their kids out there and play the half. <laughs> they literally could get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. So, so yeah, actually, there you go. Those are bad things. So, actually, real quick, um, if you guys didn't notice it in the feed, you should go back and listen. Pat, so last week, Sunday, the what was it? The 13th of January was seven years ago. So the 13th of 2012 was our first ever episode when we got it released. <laughs> Pat sat. Pat decided to sit down and listen to the whole thing and do a commentary on it. So uh, it's on YouTube, and I also put it in the feed, so that way you can hear the actual show when he's not talking. Yeah. So if you have, uh, if you have no life, if you're very lonely and have no life, check yeah. that out. <laughs> what? Well, and here's the thing. I did my own commentary. I just haven't released it yet because I didn't want to do two of them on the same week. So that that's going to become next week. And I'm, I'm naming those Red Bull Ramp Rewind in case we decide to do any more of them. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it is interesting, uh, especially when we're talking about the voicemails and – uh, we were going to censor people, and but it's, it's just yeah. and the twenty and the honest twenty minute discussion that was probably like forty minutes oh, actuality yeah. on the schedule. Yeah, we cut out a lot because I think I went on some NBC Sports tangent and then we cut a lot of. Oh, we went on so many tangents that first though. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was fun. That, was, that that we, don't, we don't cut anything. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, we don't give a shit. We also noted not to go on too many, ta- well, long tangents. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, any last words before we wrap up? Yeah, fuck the Patriots. I'm, I'm going to yell it out the car because I'm in that. Yeah, that came through clean. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Fuck the fuck. Patriots. Go Rams. And and fuck the apparent new Jets jersey and logo. Mm. <laughs> if that's if that's real, which we don't know. That mm. we'll do that on, on a couple weeks on Jets rant. So. Yeah, Jets rant. Right there, you go. You know what? Given given that the Jets hired a guy that got ran into the Dolphins for being a sub five hundred head coach, I don't trust anything this front office does right now. And he looks insane. No, he does. He looks <laughs> crazy. He laid <laughs> Crazy floating eyes. Like if you get somehow you can pull up both at once. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna walk into the practice field one day and he's just gonna be eating like a raw pig. He's like, hey, <laughs> it's what keeps me going. Like holy shit. All right. So to wrap up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Rebel Rant one dollar a month. All you need for the exclusive content. It's our monthly wrap ups, which we'll probably get back to doing. Uh, either in February or March, depending on how the CCL goes. Yes. Uh, email us redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant. I swear I'm going to start posting on that this year. Um, Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Dr. Stooge for myself. At pmacda2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud. Anywhere you can find a podcast. Very last words before we get out of here. Uh, Brady, fuck Bill Belichick. Uh, fuck Gronk. Um, the only people I like on the Patriots are the McCourty Twins. And I don't even want them to win a championship. Uh, I hate I hate this area. They all burn in hell. Uh, goodbye. Fuck Edelman for being a winker bet with more rings. Yes. Yeah, that them too. Yeah, suck it, New England. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 295 of Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Bye-bye. Lates.